Hello humans, and welcome to another episode of Exposed in Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber, and today is February 3rd, 2023. I'm realizing a lot of new things about myself, and I wanted to try and talk about it for a little while. So on the subject of being chronically ill, I do think that there are some things going on with my body that are like being sick, things that might go away, um, that I could be healthier, like I think that there's certain interventions shifts in my routine, like stuff that I can do to feel better. But I also think that there's other parts of my experience that are just who I am. And those things are always going to need to be accommodated. And I think that those things have maybe always been true about me since the very beginning, like how sensitive I am, that have never been accommodated. And I don't know if there's enough words to explain some of those things. Like, I don't know, like all the diagnoses I have are like illnesses. Things that like the, like today I met with a sleep specialist and he, like, he taught me some things that I wasn't aware of and some stuff that I'm going to try and do. And, like, I do have some goals that I'm working on with my health coach, like movement and drinking more water. And there's just some things that I can do that are, like, actual goals that I can make progress in and that I, I, I do think that I'll feel better. And then there's some stuff that's trauma like my anxiety and my aversions and my agoraphobia. But I also just think that some, like a layer of all of this is just me. Because I'm really particular. And I'm really sensitive and I have really high standards and I want things to be a certain way and a lot of things make me really uncomfortable it's just there are some things that make me very comfortable and there's some things that make me feel fine and good and happy and I think that 
by having standards, sometimes that makes things better. Sometimes that makes things, I don't know, people, but like situations or tasks or I don't know what you would call like a business or a restaurant or something, but like by having, by wanting things to be as best as they could be, it makes them better. But if no one cared, then it would never need to be very good. I don't know if that makes sense, but I just, I think that I have a lot to give. I'm really smart and I like the way that my brain works when we're on the same team. But I don't like how my brain works when it doesn't feel like we're on the same team. And it want, my brain wants to remind me of all the things I've done wrong ever. And all the scary things I've learned about recently. And all the bad things that have ever happened to other people. And when it just gets really dark and scary and I get more and more nervous and sad and worried for people that I don't know. It's just, I get really overwhelmed and it can be really hard to um, ignore that and just keep going. And it can be really hard for me to pretend like I don't know that there's horrible things going on in the world right now. Um, and just, I, yeah, it's just really, really hard for me to just exist moment to moment, knowing that there's absolutely horrible things going on in the world, like live, both like acutely, like, um, people being hurt right now in a specific and, um, chronically or like systemically that there's horrible things going on that like without intervention people are still going to get hurt and every like not just people trees the sky the ocean like it's hard for me to not care about those things all the time and want to do something about the things i know about all the time and it just feels like I'm I'm so much bigger than myself and then I I'm just this person in this body but I'm not and this poor container that's supposed to contain all of me it's just it's hard to contain all of this into one person this one form you know, like these knees, you know, I only got these ones kind of, I don't know how to be more literal, but it's been hard for me to marry the needs of this form with the intellectual or even emotional pursuits that grip me. And I wasn't raised to take my needs seriously or even acknowledge them. I wasn't raised to care about myself. I wasn't raised to speak up for myself. 
um, I was the opposite. I was actually very much hurt when I tried to speak up. And there's been times where, yeah, I was very, very hurt when I tried to advocate for my need to be a functional person because the people around me had needs that didn't, like, their equation for what life was going to be like didn't include me being a full person who had needs and they definitely did not their equation for their life and how things were going to go definitely did not leave any room for me to have special needs or for me to need particular care and it's left me feeling like it's too hard to take care of me it's 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 a too momentous of a task for anyone to take care of me. Like it's at least three times as hard to take care of me and meet my needs as anybody else's. Like I'm particularly difficult to love and take care of. And that's how I feel. That's my core belief, I guess. Like it, it, it just must be so unbelievably hard to love and take care of me that that's why they couldn't do it. Because I'm bigger and I take up more room and I'm more special, good or bad, but more unique and special than... Um, is regular and I don't know how true that is but I do know that right now I'm I'm learning to let myself be fully consumed with my own care and to be honest it I'm smart and quite capacitous and it is taking all that I have to take care of myself and still it's not it's not easy but I don't know how much of that is manifested from a broken belief that it's hard to take care of me and then I manifested that I I'm, I'm sure that's just as complicated to hear as it is for me to try and say I don't see myself as a simple woman with simple needs that can be easily met I see myself as a dynamic, giant, big, complex, difficult woman that's very hard to meet my needs. If I don't even know if it's possible to, honestly, like, I feel like I'm putting my all every day into trying to make myself comfortable and feel okay and feel healthy and I still don't feel good most of the time like I try to put my 
willpower into doing healthful healing things. I'm trying to learn new modalities and implement those modalities. I'm meeting with doctors and trying to do what they say. But I both I don't feel good most of the time. I don't. I don't feel good most of the time. And I I can't do most of the things that regular I'm not using the word normal because I don't think that that makes much sense, but regular, I hope you can bear with me, like on average, the things that people can do that I can't do, and that doesn't make sense to people, and I'm not, I don't have any disability accommodations anywhere because I I don't, I don't know how to explain I just, I can't do things regularly. Like, I can't just get in the car when I want to and go where I want to go and do what I want to do. I can't do that. I'm not totally sure why that is, but at least right now it's just true like I I can't do that yeah I, I can't I can't get myself to just do whatever I can't get myself to do most things most of the time I spend the majority of my time just trying to keep myself calm because naturally I'm not calm and I try and be happy because I used to be so sad and I'm not as sad anymore and I think that's a big win but as I've moved out of anorexia, suicidality, depression, self-harm. It's pretty major things to to win over, to kind of grow out of, but also to conquer. There's a lot of different ways to talk about those things. Um, but whatever is true with it what also is true is um that there's still a lot of things left over after all those wins that still make it so that i'm not regular and i don't i don't know if i ever will be like i don't know if I'm ever going to be able to get in the car five days a week and drive somewhere and work and then come home. Like, I've never done that. Ever. And I don't know that I could. And I don't think that makes me 
better or worse than other people, but it just makes me different. And I'm not exactly sure what it means for my future, but it does mean that I'm not independent and I'm not self-sufficient. And there was a time when I was like in college, kind of late teens, early 20s, before I met Thomas, where I thought that I could be self-sufficient. But in truth, I was I was in the protective bubble of being at college. And there's just so much about being in college that isn't like being in the rest of the world and outside of college. And I, even before I would identify with being chronically ill or whatever language I even, I don't even know what language to use now. Special needs. I'm, I, I'm definitely special needs. I just don't have shiny um, diagnosis to share about why I'm special needs. I just am. Kind of frustrating in that way but it kind of was already before but i was finding ways to accommodate myself i guess in the protective orb that is college or like being in school in general like i was able to like work within the systems that i was in but then when I left those systems, I mean, even when I was in some of those systems, my body shut down and I was sick, but just being out in the quote unquote real world where there's no structure, that's what I'm trying to say. Being out where there's no structure or scaffolding and everything is just whatever it is and you have to, make, you have to build it for yourself. I do have a lot of skills, I'm very smart, and um, Thomas definitely likes his life better with me enmeshed. Like the, we share a scaffolding versus having our own structures. And we both agree that our life is better when we share, we hold each other up. Um, but I know that if mine was taken away, he would still be standing, but if he took his away, I wouldn't still be standing. And I know that some of that's like codependence and it's unhealthy. But I also think, I think that I take a bit more care than some other people and I know that there's like some people who like always have to be taken care of and I see it sometimes um when like parents convert the basement into a apartment because their adult 
child like can't live alone and like things like that and I, I I don't really know where I fall on any of those spectrums but I just I never emerged independent and fully functioning as my own person and I'm just starting to think that I will be able to learn to take better care of myself and I can have a more functioning team and I can articulate my needs um, more clearly and get help and I can like become more functional but I'm just not sure that I'll ever I'm not sure if I'll ever not be special needs like I don't I don't know if I can heal who I am. And I think that I can be amazing and I think I can love really strongly and have a really amazing systems mind and really profound ideas, but also have a really hard time fitting into structures as they currently exist and that I have to put a lot of energy into just being okay most of the time. So I, I just, so I've, I've been in therapy every week, if not twice a week for four and a half years. Um, and now um, I'm also using psilocybin and breath work and just different ways to access even more of my mind. And there's, it's, it's beautiful and brilliant. And I, I love my visions and I want to put things in the world. And I, I, I'm excited about all that. But there's also just like a, a, maybe an inconvenient truth about this container and her needs and her capacity and her abilities that are just special. And I, I am seeing that if I want to do anything else in the world and I want to be more social and I want to be able to do anything, I have to accommodate myself first and I have to prepare for and assume that I'm going to have a hard time. And if I know that I'm going to have a hard time and I accommodate for that, then things will probably be okay. But if I try and pretend like I'm typical, then things are going to be even harder and then it's not going to work and things are going to get really bad. So even though I don't have a diagnosis like autistic maybe like I can pull from the wisdom of people who need to accommodate themselves in that way and know that I'm not neurotypical. Is that the right word? I'm not sure. Sam's nice. I'm not neurotypical. And because of that, I need special accommodations. I also burn out 
pretty fast and sometimes kind of unexpectedly there's just a lot of factors and I'm trying to embrace that I'm the one responsible for those I'm the one who's responsible for everything I'm the one who's responsible for me and even though I didn't ask to be born and I really didn't like being alive for most of my life um, I am more happy being alive now and I, I do like being here more than I ever did and I'd like to stick around and I don't really ever think about killing myself anymore very very rarely I'd consider that a win I very very rarely ever think about not wanting to be alive anymore um so seeing as I'm probably going to stay and I'm choosing to stay, I think I have to embrace my own special needs and be responsible for them and take care of myself in ways that other people didn't. And that sucks. But I'm going to try and learn how to do it now. I mean, I'm 32. Better late than ever and just work to accommodate myself the best that I can and find a balance in this confusing, like, why do I want to be such a big deal, but most of me wants to hide? Like, okay, that's a really big chasm to try and bridge, but if my life is the act of trying to bridge that chasm, how that's kind of beautiful and interesting. I don't really know how this is going to go, but I appreciate the new perspective. And the truth that I, I really, I, I'm never going to get anywhere if I ever try and compromise. Like, I'm not ever going to be able to settle, ever, if I want to make any progress towards being a more fully articulated, more self-actualized person. Because right now, I'm very much not self-actualized. I mostly just spend all my time in my room, which isn't great. It's not bad. I like my room. And this is the best setup I've ever had, and the nicest it's ever been. It's beautiful in here. I have everything I need in this apartment. I've done a really good job of setting myself up. But it's not enough because I'm not exchanging, and I'm not interacting, and I'm not bettering anything. So... I have to work on maintaining what I have, acknowledging that I can keep trying to heal, but I'm not going to heal who I am. I, just, I am. I'm somebody who needs extra help. Always. And there's no amount of healing that I can do to not need extra 
help. I'm not opaque. I'm not malleable. I can't fit in. I can't pretend. I can't lie or try and be anything other than what I am. And that hasn't, people haven't liked that at all. My family really doesn't like that at all. But in another way, they kind of, like, I don't know, maybe past, my past reality didn't like that. But I can choose to believe that my future reality will appreciate me being a strong-willed and articulate person with solid opinions. I'm a leader. I matter. I think that my standards are great. I think that the things I like are wonderful. So... This is all kind of new and we'll just have to see what comes of it but I just think there's some of it it's just not going to go away and so instead of trying to make it go away I'm going to live with it love it learn from it build around it have it be part of the architecture okay well, I think that's probably enough for now. I'm really confused, but I think I said some profound things and kind of hungry. So um, I'm going to catch you on the next one. Thanks so much. Bye.